Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Today is Tuesday, December 17, 2019. Coming up on Roland Martin Unfiltered, Senator Mitch McConnell made an impromptu last-minute appeal to House members on behalf of Donald Trump. Also, Senator Chuck Schumer took to the floor to take Mitch McConnell to task as to why he and Republicans don't want the truth, nothing but the truth, to come out as related to Donald Trump and these articles of impeachment. In New Jersey... They've adopted a bill to significantly expand voting rights. We'll tell you who is going to benefit. Also, black children and being taken and not enough people are asking why or trying to get them back. Also, in Mississippi, Curtis Flowers is a free man. After 22 years behind bars, we'll give you those details. Also, a New York City woman who had her baby ripped from her arms by the NYPD got a major settlement from the city. The University, University of Cincinnati's board, board voted to change the name of a college that once held the name of a slave owner. And a judge has thrown out the hate crime charge in the murder trial of a Maryland man, a black man, who was stabbed by a white supremacist. 
We'll cover all of that right here on Roland Martin Unfiltered. It's time to bring the funk. Let's go. He's got it. Whatever the miss, he's on it. Whatever it is, he's got the scoop, the fact, the fine. And when it breaks, he's right on time. And it's rolling. Best believe he's knowing. Putting it down from sports to news to politics. With entertainment just for kicks, he's rolling. Donald Trump has whined and whined and whined about not getting a fair trial in the House. In the floor speech today, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell appeared to be making a last-minute appeal to House Democrats when it came to the articles of impeachment. Here's what McConnell had to say. All signs seem to suggest that later this week, the House Democrats are finally going to do what many of them have been foreshadowing for three years now, and impeach President Trump. It appears that the most rushed, least thorough, and most unfair impeachment inquiry in modern history is about to wind down after just 12 weeks, and that its slapdash work product will be dumped on us over here in the Senate. I'll have much more to say to our colleagues and to the American people if and when the House does move ahead. But as we speak today, House Democrats still have the opportunity to do the right thing for the country and avoid setting this toxic new precedent. The House can turn back from the cliff and not deploy this constitutional remedy of last resort to deliver a predetermined partisan outcome. Okay, I'm sorry. Did did he just say predetermined? The same guy who said, I'm coordinating with the White House? The same guy who has suggested that after they gavel in the proceedings, he will immediately go to a vote? Is this the same guy, Mitch McConnell? Lindsey Graham, who says, I'm going to try to make this as short as possible? Hmm. But here's also something very interesting here. When you talk about where Republicans are on these very issues. What's interesting is that Donald Trump, as I said, lamented, did get a fair shot, but then he chose not to participate in the House inquiry. He also would not let all Republicans talk about, oh, we haven't heard any firsthand testimony because Trump would not let the people who could offer that testify. Senator Chuck Schumer, Democratic minority leader in the Senate, took to the floor and asked the question, why is Mitch McConnell so afraid of witnesses in the Senate? Go to my iPad, please. I just listened to Leader McConnell's lengthy response to my letter proposing the outlines of a fair impeachment trial in the Senate. Leader McConnell was apparently upset that I sent him the letter on Sunday, saying the first step was for the two leaders to meet and then discuss a resolution. Well. If we were allowed to show a video here on the Senate floor of the Republican leader's appearance on Sean Hannity's program last week, 
it would expose the fallacy of his argument. Leader McConnell unfortunately skipped his first step when he began publicly talking about the rules of a Senate trial, telling Hannity that he'd be taking cues from the White House, and his idea for how to conduct a trial, long before any conversation, which he still hasn't had with me. My letter was intended as a good faith proposal to kickstart the discussions that Leader McConnell has so far delayed in scheduling. I still expect we'll sit down and discuss trial parameters, despite his public appearances on Fox News. But let me say this. I listened to the leader's speech. I did not hear a single sentence, a single argument, as to why the witnesses I suggested should not give testimony. Impeachment trials, like most trials, have witnesses. To have none would be an aberration. Why is the leader, why is the president so afraid of having these witness come, witnesses come testify? What are they afraid the witnesses would say? I'd like to hear Leader McConnell come to the floor and give specific reasons why the four witnesses we've asked for shouldn't testify. I don't know what they'll say. They might have something, they're President Trump appointees. They might have something exculpatory to say about President Trump, or they might not. But they certainly were the four key people who saw exactly what was going on. What is Leader McConnell afraid of? What is President Trump afraid of? The truth? But the American people want the truth. And that's why we have asked for witnesses and documents to get at the whole truth and nothing but. Why are Republicans afraid of the truth? Now, the House, you still had Congressman Collins. He's going nuts. He's yelling. He's screaming. But here's what Republicans have to contend with. Donald Trump continues to say he did nothing wrong. So why in the world, then, would he send Nancy Pelosi this strange, rambling, six-page letter that I swear was written by a sixth grader. Y'all, a six-page letter <laughs> talking about, oh, my God, uh, how this is just so unfair. It's just so wrong. This is his opening paragraph. I write to express my strongest and most powerful protest against the partisan impeachment crusade being pursued by the Democrats in the House of Representatives. This impeachment represents an unprecedented and unconstitutional abuse of power by Democrat lawmakers, should be Democratic, lawmakers should be lowercase, unequal in nearly two and a half centuries of American legislative history. <laughs> Allow me to woosah. Mm. Y'all, President Andrew Johnson was impeached. Impeachment proceedings were underway and they were going to vote 
when Richard Nixon resigned. Bill Clinton was impeached. Remember, the House impeaches. The Senate holds the trial. He said, this impeachment represents an unprecedented and unconstitutional abuse of power. In order for it to be unprecedented, it would have to be the first time. It's the third. Okay. He says this is an unconstitutional abuse of power. Y'all, it's in the Constitution. It's literally written in the Constitution. Now, Donald Trump flails is on. Oh, my God. He always talks about the flag and the military and the founding fathers and all of that. So you would think in the spare time he has watching Fox News, he would get out his phone and stop tweeting. Well, matter of fact, he would just ask somebody to bring him a copy of the U.S. Constitution. And y'all, guess what? When I say it's in the Constitution, it's Article 1, Section 2, Clause 5 of the actual Constitution. It's, it, it says it like kind of right here. The House of Representatives shall have the sole power of impeachment. Y'all, this man is not the brightest bulb in a dark room. I, I go back to this strange and unbelievable, crazy letter that he sent Nancy Pelosi. Y'all, it went on for six pages. Six pages. Now, why would you write a letter to Nancy Pelosi protesting the, protesting the impeachment when you actually could have shown up and had folks testify. Y'all, this is the second paragraph, y'all. Y'all, it's six pages. This paragraph two. The articles of impeachment introduced by the House Judiciary Committee are not recognizable under any standard of constitutional theory interpretation or jurisprudence. They include no crimes, no misdemeanors, and no offenses whatsoever. You have cheapened the importance of the very ugly word impeachment, y'all. The, the Constitution says that only Congress can determine what high crimes and misdemeanors are. They can actually determine it themselves. 
See, Donald Trump actually believes that the penal code, which he's very familiar with, considering Mueller got 36 convictions, and including folks like his campaign chairman and his assistant, who went to prison today, got, got, got sentenced today, 45 days in prison. Y'all, it lays it out right there. He calls the abuse of power disingenuous, meritless, baseless invention of your imagination. He says he had an innocent phone call. He starts quoting. He says, you're turning a policy disagreement between two branches of government into an impeachable offense. No, when you choose to withhold information from Congress, which constitutionally they have oversight, it's kind of your job. Yo, he goes on and on, talking about Zelensky. Then he mentions the Electoral College landslide. Wasn't a landslide. Then he goes on and on and on, talks about Adam Schiff, talks about, oh, my God, the economy is booming. NAFTA pimps black folks by saying lowest ever unemployment rate for African Americans, Hispanic Americans, and Asian Americans. Well, hell, why don't you mention white folks, too? I'm just saying. Y'all, he got NAFTA in here, USMCA. He got Israel, the Golden Heights, catch and release. Did he put his golf game in here? I mean, he mentioned everything else. Border wall. I mean, he goes on and on and on. And on. And on. Oh, sorry. Call this uh, impeachment hoax. Russian witch hunt. Let me see. Let's see what else is good in here. Ooh, Pfizer warrants. Got, 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 can't leave that one out. I love this one. Worse still, I have been deprived of basic constitutional due process from the beginning of this impeachment scam right up until the president. I have been denied the most fundamental rights afforded by the Constitution, including the right to present evidence, to have my own counsel present, to confront accusers, and to call and cross-examine witnesses like the so-called whistleblower. Y'all, can somebody tell Dum Dum that an impeachment is not the same as a courtroom? Impeachment in the House is essentially a grand jury proceeding. For those of you who don't know, when a DA is looking to indict you, witnesses are called before the grand jury. If Malik wanted to testify, he would have to be ordered to, and he can't bring his own lawyer into the grand jury proceedings. That's one. Number two. After you have been indicted, then it goes to trial. That's, I'm talking real slow in order for Dum Dum to understand all of my words. You then go from the House to the Senate. 
The Senate is where there's a trial. The person who oversees the trial is the chief justice of the U.S. Supreme Court. Donald Trump says, I haven't gotten due process. Y'all, he declined to participate in the House proceedings. This literally is a man who is utterly and shamefully clueless, who can't even read basic things in the Constitution. My panel, Malik Abdul, Republican strategist, Kelly Bethel, communication strategist, and also Dr. J.C. Nichols, Department of African American Studies, University of Maryland. Malik, can your boy read? Yes, um, Donald Trump can read. And Where is the evidence he can read? I'm pretty sure that Donald Trump didn't get to be 73 years old. But in his six-page letter, clearly that man ain't never read the Constitution because all he did was just lie, lie, lie. That was, that was, you know, this the letter itself, you know, it was classic Donald Trump. <laughs> classic um, and comical. Classic Donald Trump. It definitely was that. Which means lies, full of lies. Well, I, I won't co-sign that, but what I will but say... But you know he was is, lying. This is classic Donald Trump, and welcome to Malik Tuesday, by the way. Um... This is a... Hold on one second. I think your mic slipped. <laughs> the <laughs> irony. Yeah, go on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As soon as I said... No, 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 it's just, underneath just your tie. It's okay. underneath your tie. the tie. Underneath oh. the tie. Uh-oh. I hope that's not an omen. Yeah, it's uh, an omen. But, but <laughs> to your point about... That you were making earlier about uh, Mitt Romney... I mean, I'm sorry. Um, Donald... Um, Mitch Chuck, McConnell. Uh, yeah, Mitch McConnell and, and Chuck Schumer. I'm pretty sure that you saw earlier today... I'm pretty sure all of us saw the video of Chuck Schumer from 1999 to, is essentially making the opposite go argument. Go put your mic on, come on. Um, essentially making the opposite argument than what he's making now. Um, sorry, folks. Well, I mean, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I'm pretty sure that everyone saw the argument that um, Chuck Schumer was making in 1999 where he literally repeated what Democrats, where Republicans were saying. So... As I always say... What was that? I didn't see it. Well, yeah, I, I, I was mean, busy. There, there were videos of, of Chuck Schumer being quoted talking about the need... Um, criticizing the need to actually have witnesses appear. And Mitch before. McConnell made the exact right. so, other argument. Right. So, <laughs> which, which my point, and, and I always say this, you guys always say I'm going down rabbit holes, but I always say this, when we're talking about politics, this is truly political at this point. Because what, Dem what Democrats said in 1999... But, they're but, not but, saying but, now. But, 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 what Republicans on. said in 1999, they're not saying now. But, but, so but, but, this but, but, is just but first part of all, of... first of all, first of all, remember, impeachment has always been political. Right. Yeah. It's if, a political impeachment, process. by its very nature, Kelly, yeah. is political because you put it in the hands of whoever's in control of the House of Representatives. And who's in control of the House of Representatives? And politicians. If they impeach, it goes to the Senate. And so whoever was in control of the Senate is there. Now, what the framers had hoped and prayed for is that you would have individuals who would take their job seriously and factor in the evidence. Because remember, when the Constitution was written, it didn't have parties. Exactly. Exactly. But to Malik's point about how 
it seems as though the roles have been switched in terms of who's saying what and in what regard. Also look at the context in which they were saying that. So, yeah, Schumer may have said those exact same things that McConnell is saying now, but look at the context. It can be argued that the perjury that the president committed, President Clinton at the time committed, did not rise to the level of impeachment, because all he did was say something contradictory under oath. Rega about? Ab about something incredibly personal. Which was a crime. Oh, now, hold up, hold Wait, up. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold up, hold up, hold up. He was under oath, and he lied about having oral sex. Correct. Okay. Right. That's what he did. Now, the question then is, do you say lying about oral sex, is it on the same level as trying to get a foreign government exactly. to investigate your rival? Exactly. Now, is it true that lying is lying? Yes. yes. But it still goes to... What did you lie about? What did about? you lie about? That's like saying, I did not take that piece of candy. Mm -hmm. And you did. I did not steal $100 million. Mm -hmm. But you did. Piece of candy, $100, $100 million. million. Just saying. And that's the point. So, again, with McConnell... Uh, Schumer and those people. Because it really has... The roles have been reversed in terms of rhetoric. Um, but the rhetoric and context is actually kind of sort of the same. So something does not rise to the level of impeachment. In Clinton's case, it could be argued that lying about having oral sex is, you know, does not rise to the level of impeachment. But for Trump to admit repeatedly, even in this diatribe of a letter, that he made that phone call, and we now have evidence from testimony and investigations that that phone call was essentially solicitation to commit a crime, that rises to the level of impeachment. It can be argued strongly that that rises to the level of impeachment. So for McConnell to say that it doesn't or to imply that it doesn't <coughs> and for the Republicans to just be so hard set on not saying anything regarding the, the, the gravamen of this offense, that is what's most problematic to me because... Okay, say that word again. Problematic? No, the grav. What was that? Grovenant. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> oh, right. I was like, grovenant? <laughs> Word count. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. So, I, I, the, the point I want to make, and it may sound like a pretty common talking point, but the, the point that I want to make is that not every uh, crime is an impeachable offense. Exactly. And not every impeachable offense is a civilian crime. Mm -hmm. So, I think a lot of times, like, you know, of course, the, the best example... If Donald Trump sees rolling on the street and takes a swing and he connects, that's a crime. That's assault and battery. But that's not necessarily impeachable. Correct. But that's you know, but yet, yeah. when you are doing what Donald Trump did, which is not necessarily an impeachable, you know, you could argue bribery, <coughs> you could argue extortion. Um, but for the most part, you know, I, I think that it's gr a gray enough area that it may not be a crime. But it certainly is an impeachable offense. No, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. See, see, this is the mistake. This, this discussion right here is akin to the electability question. When somebody says so-and-so was unqualified for president, first, the Constitution only has two requirements for elected... To be, are you eligible for being president? Age... Are you a natural-born citizen? 
That's it. That's it. There are no other qualifications. None. Now, anything else is a judgment we make as voters. The reality is the House of Representatives can impeach the president for any reason that they deem. So this notion that, well, this doesn't rise, that simply doesn't exist. Because it's relative. No, it it doesn't exist. The Constitution places sole authority among the House. Now, that then says the House must make a judgment. Mm -hmm. Okay, does this rise to the level? level? So the reality is it didn't matter if Clinton lied about getting oral sex. Mm-hmm. The House determined that it rose, that it to, the rose level to that level. Impeachment. Just like right now. Mm-hmm. So for folks to say, oh, this is not right. No, no, no. The actions and then all this, oh, oh the bar is being lowered. No, actually it's not. I, I dare say... If anything, it's being raised. I, I, I it's dare being say, raised. Right, I dare say that this is... This is. Because here's a piece. ProPublica has done a whole expose on how Donald Trump has lied on federal documents Mm -hmm. when it came to um, the assessment of his own properties. Mm -hmm. For the purpose of tax breaks, he said the value was lower. Mm -hmm. For the purpose of a loan, he said said it was was higher. (laughs) Now... And that's everywhere. That's covered everywhere. But I'm pretty sure we've seen people do that many times. No, 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 no. But that doesn't mean it's not a No, 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 no. No, 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 no. I'm not arguing that. I can show you former Attorney General Dan Morales of Texas lied on applications uh, where he inflated his salary, Mm -hmm. Dan Morales went to prison. Went to prison. So the point is, for Trump and the Republicans say, oh, this doesn't rise, it's there. But But the biggest problem here is this here. If you didn't do it, why are you afraid to let your people testify. So I don't think that the Trump administration is afraid of allowing people to testify. They are. I, I, I don't. I don't think that's. They the won't case let them. I, I don't think that's the case at all. And if which is so, what's the case? Which if we if, if we go back to 1999, what um, Senator Schumer had said at that time, he was arguing against the need for more people to actually testify. No, no, no. I'm now, not, personally, no, 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 no. I'm asking you a question. First of all. The ABC poll mm-hmm. that came out today, mm-hmm. 64% of Republicans, 72% overall, mm-hmm. say that Trump should have his aides testify. Yeah, 64% of Republicans I, say they should. Well, I, but, I'm actually but, one of those. But the White says... House, but the White House is afraid of letting them testify. Well, I'm, I'm actually one of those who thinks that these people should testify. So why is the White House afraid? Well, I think this is because we're in the, pol- the political climate that we're in. But, but if the witnesses could corroborate what you yes. say is the truth, why won't you let them so, testify? Well, just personally, and I think this is a lesson, a, uh, an education on impeachment for the entire country. Now, personally, I actually believe, and whether it was Democrat or Republican, that the witnesses that that if you draw up articles of impeachment, which is what the House did, then the witnesses that you use to draw up those articles of impeachment should be the same witness. I don't think that you have to introduce new witnesses when the articles of impeachment no, 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 are already... No, 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 no. But that doesn't hold make up, any up. sense. Hold no, up. First but, of all, what you're saying, the Constitution... I totally... No, no, no. 
the Constitution allows the Senate... Absolutely. To, see, see, remember, see, see, remember, let's, let's go back. I understand. Let me, let me do a comparison again. Yeah, that's an inquiry. Let me, do, let me do a comparison again. Two different things. Grand jury. Mm-hmm. Right. Trial. Exactly. Mm-hmm. There are individuals who can testify before a grand jury. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There may be more individuals who are called as witnesses. There is no prohibition on... There's nothing in the law that says if you were not called before the grand jury, you cannot be called in the trial. And right. that doesn't make so, any sense if it did, because if right. you so, look so, at it... So the point yeah. is, just like that, when it comes to impeachment and the Senate, just because you get witnesses called in the House don't mean other witnesses can't be called right. In the but, but there's a difference between doesn't mean and something actually being written. But look into at it law. from okay. So I think that and and I'm and and I'll I, I think I know where you're going. But if we're talking about as you said, you know, this is a judgment call for people. <coughs> so me, no, actually, there are rules. Well, the sure, Senate determines the rules, right? But in 19, which is why we have to go back to what Senator Schumer said in 1999. In 1999, Senator Schumer argued against more witnesses testifying. And, and who determined and he, those rules? And he said the very same thing that I'm no, saying no, no. now. And who determined those rules? In the Senate? The, the Senate did. Precisely. Right. And so... And so this Senate, it, it, it's the same... And, I mean, and, it's and, not I, the same Senate, I, I, though. I, I get what you guys are saying, but for me, this is this, these are political arguments and they change no, actually, according actually, to... No, actually, they change, look at actually, it... At, but, they Malik, change, look but at just, it from a perspective not necessarily congressional, but just simply in truth. terms of an indictment I, and a trial. Truth. So we are in trial mode right now. Yes. Why wouldn't the president want to put on his best defense? Well, let's, Why let's, wouldn't the president want people who should intimately know the facts that didn't make it to the indictment process. Well, let, well, I'll, I'll you now you have a, an opening. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll give you one example why. As, as I mentioned on the show last week, John Bolton. So the reason that John Bolton did not testify is because the House did not want to wait until a judge ruled on whether or not he could be compelled to testify. That's why John Bolton did not testify. No, no, yes, no. That, no that's I, I, really... I, I, that's no, true, no, Roland. I, 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 Wait, well, wait, wait. In a way. No, wait, wait, wait. wait. No, no, no. No, no. No, no. But no. the White House. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no. No. Well, You're tell wrong. us what happened, Roland. You gotta roll it back. Mm-hmm. First, John Bolton refused to testify unless a, jo- a judge ordered him to do so. No, no, no. Which no. he has a right to do. No. You said, first of all, Kinda. It's yeah. BS. I mean, now a, you said subpoena, you said the to... Democrats refused to wait. No, the Democrats. John Bolton could have testified. John Bolton said, "I will not comply with the subpoena unless a judge tells me." So Democrats were forced to go to court to do that. That's dumb again. No. Bolton. No, that's Don McGahn. Oh, they didn't, they no, didn't go no, to no, court no, over no, Don no, 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 excuse me. Don McGahn, Trump asserted executive yeah. privilege. Right, he's and an a judge ruled the Demo- on that. I, the Democrats took them to court. McGahn was executive privilege. Right. Bolton said, I'll testify mm-hmm. if, if a judge so. makes me. Okay, and which he, so, which he has... So, the Dem- so was it that the Democrats were waiting... Bolton forced them to have to go to court 
because he chose mm. not to comply with the that, subpoena. But that that's on the the executive privilege argument. The federal judge, no, the federal no, judge, no, 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 it's the not. federal judge who no. ruled ruled on Don McGahn. She didn't. They, there hasn't right. been a ruling on right. John but Bolton because it was Don, executive privilege. Yeah, Don, but Don McGahn's ahead. an attorney. That's a that's a little bit different. In but terms but of he was he was White House attorney, so that was an executive of, privilege argument. Yeah, that, no, yeah, Don McGahn. But right. you're talking and about the judge said that there is no blanket Bolton versus Don McGahn are two different things. Now, again, but, the, the problem we have is that there's, uh, there needs to be some more compulsion to, to, to uh, comply with a subpoena. How these people are just like, but in, 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 because in, they have the backing of the president who's but, not even okay, going to listen to the subpoena. And Democrats are unwilling to slap handcuffs on right. them. But they don't have a sergeant at arms? Like no, that. actually, they do. Yeah, if, they no, do. No, no. If you, if you refuse to comply with a subpoena, the Speaker of the House has the same authority as a district attorney. They can send the Capitol Police to arrest your ass and bring you to that small jail in the basement of the House of Representatives. Yes, they can. They've chosen not to. So you guys argued against it last week, and I'll repeat it again because it's a fact that you guys said wasn't true. When the Obama administration obstructed Congress by not, by not complying with the subpoenas in the Fast and Furious case, it was a, a federal judge ruled several years later, and you guys admitted that the Obama administration eventually turned over those documents. Okay, got now, it. There was, that, was, that was an obstruction of Congress argument that Republicans could have made. Republicans could have said, well, you know what, we're going to draw up articles of impeachment because the Obama administration obstructed Congress. Okay. Because that's exactly what they Got did. It. But Got they it. didn't do that. One of the articles here is an obstruction, not an obstruction of justice charge, but an obstruction of Congress because charge. What you, because right. what you also have here is a president who asked a foreign entity for assistance. Here's the reality. The Democrats would not be pursuing impeachment if he did not make that request. But they, they already... No, um, no, no, no. Al Green, no, they, they've no, been following these me, articles. Excuse me, excuse me. Nancy Pelosi refused to allow she anything did. to proceed. It was not... She did not allow it to go forward after she the did. Mueller report, mm -hmm. after the previous obstruction. It was only after this call to Zelensky where she said that rises to the level of impeachment. So... Trump can run his mouth all day. This is real simple. They don't want the full truth to be out. They don't want witnesses to testify. They want to play this game. And here's the deal. A man sitting there in the Oval Office has given us 15,000 lies. The man lied in the letter. <laughs> I give Donald Trump no benefit of the doubt. And that's okay. When it comes to the truth. That's okay. Because he has proven he will lie and lie again. Tomorrow, we're likely going to see Democrats vote. And then, of course, after the first of the year, we'll see what happens in the Senate when it comes to the actual trial. Coming up next, we'll talk about marijuana being legalized in New Jersey. But more importantly, voting rights extended to formerly incarcerated in New Jersey as well as Kentucky. Next, Roller Martin Unfiltered. You want to check out Roller Martin Unfiltered? 
youtube.com forward slash Roland S. Martin. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. There's only one daily digital show out here that keeps it black and keep it real. It's Roland Martin Unfiltered. See that name right there? Roland Martin Unfiltered. Like, share, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. That's youtube.com forward slash Roland S. Martin. And don't forget to turn on your notifications so when we go live, you'll know it. All right, folks, it's the holiday season. This is when you think about spending time with family and friends. It's also when you can count your blessings and support those less fortunate. This year, you can be a holiday hero and change someone's life forever. Right now, hundreds of thousands of Americans are sitting in jail without being convicted of a crime. Why? Because they lack the financial resources to pay their bail. Now, think about it. If you are arrested for any minor offense, you'll be taken directly to jail. If you don't have bail money, you will stay there until a court date is scheduled. That could be days, weeks, or even months. So the folks at the Ebony Foundation have partnered with the Bail Project, and they are sponsoring Home by the Holiday Campaign. The goal is to help bail 1,000 people out of jail between now and the first of the year. Now, here's all you got to do, folks, if you want to participate. Just simply go to homebytheholiday.com, homebytheholiday.com, to become one of the folks to donate. All right, folks, uh, in New Jersey, the governor has signed a, says he's going to sign a bill into law uh, that's going to legalize marijuana. But he also, they also approved the bill that expands uh, voting rights for those formerly incarcerated folks who are on probation or parole. Some 80,000 people will do so. New Jersey is the third state in 2019 to do this. It's already been done in Colorado and Nevada, uh, and also in Kentucky. The governor there signed an executive order giving voting rights to 140,000 people. Uh, Jason, in Louisiana, that was a huge deal. A bill passed there. That made a pivotal difference in this last election. We're seeing more states realize that you can't just be taking everything from people. Uh, you should be giving folks the right to vote back. Absolutely. I'm, <clears throat> we've had, a, you know, uh, a, a lot of things happening recently in terms of, you know, voting rights. You know, Wisconsin, uh, I think they're purging, what is it, 7,000 people? Or... Wisconsin, uh, Georgia's going to purge. 300,000. Uh, 300,000. Wisconsin, uh, it's almost 200,000. 200,000. Uh, I was way off. But... 7% of the eligible voters in that state. Right. So that's where I got the 7 from. But, yes... There, there's been, you know, these, these efforts to take people's votes away. And again, we know that this is coming from one side of the aisle. This is coming from uh, people who absolutely want uh, a truncated and smaller body of voters because it benefits them. And this is something that, that uh, I think people uh, across the country and people who are... We've been talking a lot about the Constitution and what it says. You know, the Constitution at times can be vague, but, but one thing that I think we all agree is that we want to expand the rights of all Americans in terms of, of their ability to cast a ballot, but it seems that there are certain people who want <coughs> less of that and want fewer people to vote, and it's about maintaining power, uh, and there's something that we, <coughs> we definitely have to fight against and call upon our Republican friends and say, look, this is... You know, this is anti-American. This is against what we say we stand for and what we say we want as a nation. How can you take away other people's votes? What's up, Malik? What, what's, what's wrong with your party? Well, the, the, that, this story is about... I don't think there's a Republican um, governor in 
New Jersey, not, nor oh. Kentucky, right. I think. Yeah, not and anymore. And so we can... And at one time, the bill into law in Louisiana was Democrat. So we can appreciate and be happy <laughs> about the fact that they're expanding voter rights. Why won't voter Republicans rights. do it? Well, you, you ha have a Republican on your show who can No, I'm asking you why. No, well, it's I, your party. I don't, I don't speak for the Republican no, Party. But I, but, okay, I, ask somebody who is a Republican. Roland, we've had this conversation. No, 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 no. But here's the deal, though. When you're having conversations with your fellow Republicans, do you ask them, why is, why is our party so adamant against providing voting rights to formerly incarcerated, and what do they say? Well, the, the Republicans that I actually talk to about anything dealing with voter suppression, they are totally against it. I'm pretty sure that they are happy with so, what they're So do y'all ever have any kind of... Okay, but as Republicans, mm -hmm. do y'all go to those who are, uh, who are supporting voter suppression and say, yo, this is foul? Well, I personally don't have those type of connections with the people in the party who are actually making those decisions, but I do know, talking to the Republicans that I do know, who are active even at the grassroots level, all of them, to a person, are against voter suppression efforts, and they would be ecstatic for what we're seeing, what's happening in Kentucky and in New Jersey. So Kelly, you have to get a Republican on the show who, Kelly, who has those type of connections with the party that can explain that, Kelly, but the, I can't. The Republican Party... This is part of their M.O. to not provide voting rights to those formerly incarcerated. It's the Republican Party in Florida, the legislature, the Republican governor, who's blocking the will of the people with Amendment 4. 1.4 million people. They're trying to stop them from getting the right to vote by saying, oh, you got to pay all your fines and penalties completely before you get your right to vote back. And while I'm not necessarily a Republican in any respect, I, I could surmise as to why the Republican Party or the Republicans in those respective jurisdictions uh, support things that are... Why? Because the, demograph the demographic makeup of those people who are coming out of prison don't look like them, and likely, if they were to get their uh, full citizenship back in that... Uh, they have the right to vote again, they likely wouldn't vote for somebody who, frankly, uh, supported them staying in prison. Or and, that's stay why, and that's why they're full of shit. Because if you... <laughs> no, they're full of shit. If this is about democracy, if this is about what's right, mm -hmm. if it's about what's fair, then you do it. You don't say, oh, well, we're not going to benefit. Well, maybe if you knew how to make an argument to those people as to why they should support your party... Exactly. ...they might consider it. And so my thing is... There is such an, a, a especially now, a great opportunity for Republicans to open up their mindset and come up with some really creative, necessary things to appeal to minorities in this country. Like, because, frankly, in, in terms of the Democratic Party as a whole, it's quite saturated when it comes to issues, such that a lot of these issues that are truly important to um, specific demographics aren't necessarily getting answered. So what do you do? Like, there's an opportunity there. Okay, no, no, no. There's, there's, a, there's an opportunity if you're not trying to appeal to those white folks who don't support those issues. And that's my point. So it's like... So, no, they made their choice. No, and that's what I'm saying. It's just unfortunate that they made that choice do because you, the opportunity is there. Do you have... Do, have you ever had any Republicans on your show defend voter yes. suppression? Yes. I had Rice Priebus on the Tom Jordan Morning Show. Who I'm talking about and, on this show. Yes. Any black Republicans? Who yeah, oh, yeah. I, I had, a matter of fact, uh, who was that brother I destroyed? 
Remember that fool who was from Memphis, Tennessee? Uh, and he said, oh, th this don't even exist. Raynard Jackson says, this, this does not exist. I've had black Republicans come on this show and on my show, News One Now, and say voter suppression is a myth. It doesn't exist. We're just making it up. Yes. Well, I... That... <laughs> I, I know Raynard, um, but... <laughs> I doubt very seriously that the people on this panel personally know people, Republicans, who are pro-voter suppression. I don't know... They're not going to say they're pro-voter suppression. But, I, but, but we have to... But yeah. we talk, we, but, let's talk but, but, but my here. point in saying this is that oftentimes when we talk about be it Democrat or Republicans... Now, one thing that I can say for myself, you guys never hear me come onto the show and characterize the Democratic Party. Because I know Democrats. And so when I hear Republicans even, members of my own party, talk about the Democratic Party, talk about, you know, just make personal attacks on people, saying that they're on plantations and stuff like that, I do not co-sign that because all of... All, basically, all of my family and friends are Democrats. Because it's racist? Or... <laughs> Yeah. That has nothing to do with being. That has nothing to do what, with the, being. To say that you're on a plantation, a white person telling a black person you're no, on a plantation. No, I think black people say that. Yeah. Oh, they say that. You've never heard black people. Oh I, man. You, you've never heard. Well, you've look, never heard black I, Republicans I, I've talk heard about some, Democrats. I've heard, I've heard so many damn black Republicans use plantation language. And, I'm and sitting that, there like, right. So that's what. But my point is. Still, but well, my point is, is that we'll I don't that. use that type of language. So I'm you guys you don't, don't. You guys have never seen me, and your audience can actually Google it if it. they want to. You've never seen me come on the show and attack Democrats because I know Democrats. So I don't. I don't use this blanket. Well, this is just how Democrats are. When it comes to Republicans, it doesn't matter if. We on the set may know a Republican or may know many Republicans who don't ascribe to some of the negative things about the party. We still say, you still hear out there, well, this is just how the Republicans are. No, this is not how the Republicans are. This is how some Republicans are. No, this no, is, no, no, this no, is no, how no. the Republican agenda are. is. That's that's the issue. I understand. I believe that on you this one right you really here want... on this issue, the reason I can say it is the party apparatus, because the late Tom Heffler. When his daughter oh, let gosh. us know about Down in Florida, no, when dollars know about was on that hard drive, numerous Republicans across different states mm -hmm. hired him to rig their maps and also to rig the vote. Okay, we can go state by state by state. You can't show me a single press release from the Republican National Condem Committee condemning voter suppression. You can't show me a single a single press release. From Rona McDaniel Romney, yeah, that's your damn name, calling out North Carolina. You can't show me a single time where they have stood with black Republicans who oppose voter suppression. But who are they? Their silence, what do you mean? I'm saying, but who are the who are the black Republicans that are vocal as far as opposing opposing voter suppression? They are individuals, and I have challenged them on this show, my previous show to stand up as a collective and call the party out, but they won't. But because we can't even get... The black Republicans can't even get along with each other. So, I mean, that's it's not surprising to me. I mean, it's but not But until a... they do, you still have a conglomerate in but... your party who is way more vocal than those who aren't. Why, why can't you get along with one another? If hold up, hold up. Now, remember he asked, have you ever had one on the show? <laughs> Uh-oh, you're about to pull it. Oh, Lord. Oh, Jesus. <laughs>
if people would have, if Martin Luther King Jr. would have said the same thing about Lyndon Johnson, who many have said he was a known and open racist, I'm not going to sit across the table from him and work for the betterment bro, of black people. Can I ask you, hold up, bro, 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 that's bro, not bro, his bro, question, bro. Because bro, do I need to do I need to play some audio tapes of what of what MLK said when he was at in the room? He was, he had a seat at the table. No, 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 no. He was in see, the room. See, this, see, no, no. See, this is the mistake you keep making. No. You keep focusing on I had a seat. Mm -hmm. No. Not enough. The issue ain't the seat. Mm -hmm. It's what you're saying when you're in the seat. You can't sit here no. and say... Now, y'all, first of all, we were talking about Kanye and then a conversation, went to voting. Let's see if I can pick it up on the voting part. That's right, Big Mama. But let me first say this. Mm -hmm. Let me first say this. I hope no one misconstrues the fact that I am trying to compare not at all. any of the men that you mentioned to Kanye West, because no they're not. But let me tell you what, my, what Big Mama would have told me, and let me show you the example that she said. Mm -hmm. On voting day, she got away to the polls. She could not drive. She could not read. She could not write. She, did, you, did you skip what I said? No. You asked me a question about Dor what she would Dorothy say. Cooper, I'm telling you. Dorothy, I am telling you. Bruh, Dorothy Cooper wanted to go to the polls. Can I finish? Dorothy Cooper voted her entire life, but she was denied the right to vote because of Republican voter suppression right. efforts. You, you asked me a question. I'm giving you the response of what my great grandmother taught me. But you didn't answer the question. I'm answering the question. She made sure, and before anybody took her to the polls, months before, she made sure everything and was buttoned up from her end, and she Bruh, always told us. Did you us not that. just hear what I said? They said you need your marriage certificate. Well, and the woman got married like 60 years earlier. Right, right, right. What you're are you talking her, about? Right. No, do you know how many old? Okay. Do you know her. how many old people in point, Wisconsin, just, yeah. Mississippi, right. Alabama, Florida couldn't vote because they right. said? I can't find my marriage. Or, I don't have Roland, a birth certificate. The point I'm trying to make <laughs> right. is we need to, just like Nick Mama did, we need to focus the conversation on voter education so we can teach our young men and women the importance and the responsibility of your right no, to vote. No, what we have That's to do is to do. go after Republicans who say that you can't submit a, a certificate from the Bureau of Vital Statistics, right. you need to submit the birth certificate with the raised seal. That's the only one we're going to accept. Mm -hmm. Bruh, don't try that. Come the reality is this here. If this woman, this sister, 96 years old, right. she said, I don't know what my marriage certificate is. Mm -hmm. Their deal is, if you don't have the raised seal, mm -hmm. that's the only one we're going to accept. Why would they only say the raised seal? Even though, when you go get a copy, you're getting it from the state. Same they place. said, no, you can't use that one. We want the raised seal. But this, this they question. don't have access it, to it. No, no, hold on, no, no, hold on. Are, you implying, I want, I want you. are you implying, just, just out of curiosity, I've heard you talk about this uh, issue on your segment or not. Do you imply that these type of raised seals or photo ID and these laws are only just for black people? No. They what only I'm, impact no, no, black no, no. people? What, just, I'm, just say, what I'm saying is the studies show disproportionately exactly. who they impact. Exactly. What I'm showing you right. is that in Philadelphia in 2012, the mm. head of the Pennsylvania Republican Party stood in front of the cameras and said, Mitt Romney is going to win Pennsylvania mm. because of voter ID. And what they did there was they said, okay, we'll offer you a free ID. Mm -hmm. Well, you know what the elderly had to do? The elderly had to go to the office, sign an affidavit to get the free ID, go back home, wait for it to be approved, mm -hmm. go back to the office <laughs> to pick up the voter ID, and then come back home. Now, how many elderly folks do you know have the ability to go from home, office, home, back office, home? Here's the reality. Mm -hmm. Republicans 
across this country, I can go down the line, because I've been covering this, bro, for the last decade, mm -hmm. have systematically attacked. And surgically. Surgically. Mm -hmm. In fact, we got a federal judge in North, who <laughs> in North Carolina that's right. that they use laser-like <laughs> precision <laughs> to target black voters. Bro, it's in the federal ruling that North Carolina Republican Party use right. laser-like precision right. to target black voters. So to answer your question, it's yes. But look, but look at Georgia, though. You, we, we haven't talked about Georgia yet. Right. But look at the current Georgia law. That the Georgia ain't been law back since. Now I know Omari, and he ain't been back since. Well, that he got his ass lit well, up. Roland, there's a reason why people don't come on your show. Because if not, you lie, no, Roland. If you lie, no, Roland. I can't let lies stand. No, Roland. Everybody is not comfortable with the tone that this show sometimes takes. Now you, you, you set that up saying that you know this is something. Somebody who was supportive, supportive no, no, of no, 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 hold on, hold on, now, no, no. That conversation was after our, um, after the Kanye deal. But he didn't defend, no, he no, didn't no, defend no, the Republican no, Party's no, no, no. Actually, voter suppression no, no, efforts. Actually, not in that no, particular no, 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 segment. No, that's more of it. He literally said those things don't happen. He kept going back. My grandmama can vote, and I'm like, bruh, do you understand that your grandmama ain't the only person who vote in this country? So this is he, he, in his mind, what I was saying didn't exist. Okay, and so this is, and we're talking about why people won't feel comfortable coming on the show. Because if you it's lie... It's, it's not a matter of lying, Roland. It's that sometimes you have to actually listen to what the what actual conservatives are saying, not just allow Democrats to talk. Now, there's... Oh, I, there, I, there, I, there's, I'm going to let you talk, but you can't I lie. Th I think that there's a valid conversation to be had. Like, me personally, I do not think that voter ID laws are inherently racist. I just don't. I don't think that requiring you to go to the poll with an idea is racist. It doesn't mean that in those places where those laws may exist, that they shouldn't do things to make it as easy as possible for people to get whatever documentation that they need. But when you start at voter IDs are racist, there's really nowhere else to go. Well, so first, people first, well first and foremost, if you pass a voter ID law in Texas where 600,000 people wouldn't be denied access to the voter ID law because of the restrictions. If you pass a law in my native Texas where you say I can use my gun registration to vote, but I can't use my state-issued college ID. That's a problem. So now you gotta ask the question, why did Republicans exclude some IDs and not others? What was the intent? Five federal judges determined there was indeed racist intent. The Obama administration sided with the plaintiffs. Trump wins. Who does Jeff Sessions side with? State of Texas. Republican legislature. Republican governor. Mm -hmm. Now, you tell me what was the whole point of it. But again, my point here is that there's a conversation to be had about voter IDs. But if we start at requiring someone to show their ID at the polls is racist for a conservative who actually believes that there is nowhere else to go with that argument because the, because the, the rain is coming down on Here's them. Here's what that, I find to be amazing. That, that you are excusing or defending voter suppression. Republicans can talk about voter ID. They love voting purges. They close down polling places. They come. It's amazing how Republicans... Republicans could sit there and go, okay, how many different ways can we constrict folks from make it harder? When a Wisconsin clerk in 2012 
says she didn't like the fact that so many college folk on the campus were voting early. So she said, I purposely moved the early voting location to a, lo a further place out with a smaller parking lot because too many college Democrats voted. And that's BS. Wait, hold up. Republicans. That's BS. When, when you have Republicans in North Carolina who limited early voting because they asked when the black folks vote early, 70% did North Carolina. So they said, we're going to have one early voting location in the whole county for the first several weeks designed to restrict the vote. All I'm saying is this here. I find it a coincidence that every time there is a scheme to constrict and restrict voting rights, it's the Republican Party sitting at the table doing the lead. That is a very valid argument to make. I think I don't think that I don't disagree with that. The fact that it is, it always happens to be Republicans. I don't disagree with so that. So if it always but happens, but, not a but my, so but if my it always point, happens to be Republicans. How but is that point, not the policy of the party? But my point is, is that if we're not allowed to have a nuanced discussion about things like, well, you know what? Voter ID laws. If we're not allowed to have a discussion on, well, do you believe that people who what's, have what's not... What's the nuance who, if, that we're missing? Yeah, like, I'm just trying to... But I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not finishing my point. Yeah. But if, if, if we're not having, able to have a discussion on, well, if you haven't voted in X number of years and you are purged... Is that something that's inherently racist? If we're not allowing ourselves that's to have... that's not what's happening. But that is what's happening. No, that, that's that, part of what's happening. Yeah, but that, 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 that's that is. Still, no, no. What is racist is when you are purging voters that disproportionately are black and they are still living at the damn address right. that you purging. Right. That's racist. Racist is when Chris Kobach had this system where if your name was John Smith and you live in Louisiana and your name is John Smith, and you live in Mississippi, cross-check said, y'all the same person. As if somehow there couldn't be a John Smith in, in, the, in Mississippi and Louisiana. So what happened? Cross-check wiped out thousands upon thousands of people. A glitch in Florida under Governor Rick Scott took people off the polls. Folks were still living there. Folks had not moved in 30 years. All I'm saying is... It's amazing how every time there's an issue with voting, it's a Republican at the helm who are making it happen. But my... The but, other, go ahead. But the other thing is, when we have this conversation, it always assumes, for whatever reason, that there aren't precautions in place to register people to vote. It's like people just automatically forget that you already have to have a voter registration card. They forget that you already have to literally sign up to vote, where all of that stuff is already processed and cross-checked and everything. Right. So this added layer of whatever you want to call it, either voter suppression or voter protection or anything like that, like, it's not necessary if you're already doing your job correctly it, at the base Jason. level. Yeah, I'm, uh, the only thing that I, that I would add, I, I don't think that we're missing any kind of nuance. The thing that I would add is that there's there was no evidence <laughs> of voter uh, crimes or, or or you know impropriety going on. There was no evidence of that, and people it have was done so study small. After study. In fact, the Texas Attorney General, Texas Secretary of State, Republican, mm -hmm. straight up lied, mm. straight up and lied when he asserted massive voter fraud took place in Texas. Mm -hmm. Well, we know that. Guess who didn't get confirmed to be Secretary of State because he lied? 
that Republican. Well, well he should not have. No, I mean, no, no, no. If he lied no, about that, then but, he shouldn't but, but, have been. But, 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 but Melick, here's my point. Any Republican, any black Republican who's scared to come on here, I can show you any number who don't come on here and lie. But it's not a matter of no, 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 no. Hold, 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 hold. I, I, and, and I'm speaking but hold as someone hold who's Let me say it again. Talk to these. Let me say it again. People. There are black Republicans who I have put on the air for a decade. The ones who don't have a problem, are the ones who don't consistently lie. Now, when the mother fools come on here, like your boy, who was lying, he was, and got. Did you talk about Omari? Blame Big Mama. If I keep playing, if I press play, <laughs> I mean, well, we you gonna see more. Well, I, and, I didn't and, see And here's that. the deal. Here's the deal. If you come on here, and you lie, mm. I'ma check your ass. Okay. If you a Democrat, and you lie. I'ma check your ass. I, here's the deal. Then you're not equal opportunity in that role. Oh no 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 no. Hold up. No. If it's... you come on the show, I mean, Jason yeah. just sat there and said seven percent, and I said no, it was two hundred. No, he said it was seven thousand people right. in Wisconsin. But, but what then... did I say, Jason? No, two hundred thousand. He's a seven total seven percent of the population. He said I got the numbers mixed up. But you the won't... problem is when you lie, and then you then you defend the lie. They stand on top of the lie and go, I mean, look, I'm not lying. So I'll even go as someone, with a you know? as someone who is a black conservative, who's talked to other black conservatives, not just, you know, people who may or may not come onto the show, what you guys have to understand is that, and even for the people out there, there is one of me. Sometimes there are three of you, sometimes there are four of you. So if we're trying to articulate a point of view or whatever, in the minute, because, you know, you're good for cutting people off, the minute that we say something that we, we could misquote it or something, just some type of error, you guys ascribe it to... Let, let me help like you out. Let me help Republicans you out. Are doing. Let me help so you out. And so we have nowhere to let, go. Let me help you out. Because it's like the rain Let me help you out. Let me help you out. It's not an environment. One America, Newsmax, Fox, <laughs> like, come, I mean, this is part of the game and you know that. Every... We but, all... but what happens on here does not happen on any of those other shows. You know why? You know why? You That ain't that true. You on Fox where there's that, personal did you, attacks. Did you see me with Sean Hannity? No, I didn't see you with Sean Hannity. I was but, I've seen, yeah. I, but I watch Fox all the brutal. time, and so I see you on Fox. <laughs> I don't think I got a word in But I'm saying at I, see, all. I see you on Fox all the time. Allow but the, me. the way that the conversations against conservatives are personalized here, Allow you just don't nah, see elsewhere. Nah. And so, yeah, people don't feel comfortable. Let me help you all out. But it's also they're gonna be They're, they're going to have a personal attack Let me help you all out. Let me help you all out. Just real simple. <laughs> I ain't got no tea. But let me be real clear. If you bring your ass on this show and you make shit up, I'm going to check your ass. Especially if you're a Republican. And if you come on this show and you defend bullshit that we know is against black folks, I'm going to check. I'm not done. I'm not done. I'm not done. Why can't we have an opinion about Uh, what's good for black folks? Let me be real clear. (laughs) I'm going to check your ass. If you sitting at home Here's my suggestion. And I can show you any number of black Republicans. Elroy Saylor, Chris Messler. I can go on and on and on. Republicans who are smart enough not to come on here with some bullshit. But if you come here and you start lying, it ain't gonna end well. But Roland, now, Democrats do now, not show now, all the time, if, Roland. If, 
your little feelings get hurt, I give you lollipop. <laughs> but I'm going to tell you right now, don't start lying. Because, see, here's how I roll. And this is very simple. If you're watching and you're listening, and if a lie is being stated, and if I allow the lie to circulate, and see, I watch these other shows, and see, the problem is on those shows, those hosts are not well-read. So when somebody lies, they don't check them right then. They got to go call a producer to do a fact check the next day. No, I do live fact checking. I do that because I can't let you at home watch a conversation and you say, well, Roland didn't say nothing. So clearly what so-and-so said is the truth. No, that wasn't the case when I had my show on WVON. It wasn't the case when I had my segment for 11 years on Time Joiner. It wasn't the case with four years of Washington Watch. It wasn't the case for four years of News One Now. It wasn't the case for the six years, six years I was on CNN. It's real simple. If your feelings are so fragile, black Republicans, if you can't handle this kitchen heat, yes, stay at your meatloaf-eating table. Roland, that's not a It's not a... But when you come here, it's going to get spicy. Roland, It's going to get fired up. But the deal is, don't start making stuff up and start lying, because, see, then I'm going to check you. But if you want to make a point, go right ahead. But if you make up and come up with some BS, you are going to get checked. A Democrat on your show just did that last week. Did what? The the lie, which is a lie... That and I, and I take that back. I don't know if he's a Democrat or not, but he's definitely independent or a Democrat. I can't oh, hold on, think now, of damn, which one is last, he? Is he a Democrat or independent? Last Tuesday, when we we're on the show, I can't which think is of what it? my brother's name. I, I don't. I, I don't know. I know that he's not a Republican. So I. I How said, you know that? Well, because we've been say? on the show together. But anyway, when he I mean, said he ain't Democrat, he ain't independent. When, when he said left. when he said that on the night of Obama's inauguration, Mitch McConnell had a conversation about. Our number one goal is to make Barack Obama one-term president. That's just factually incorrect. It did not happen. I was the only one who challenged him. What did not happen? No, they, they that did have a that, meeting. That came from a conversation that, and I, because I went back after the show and looked it up, that came from a conversation that Mitch McConnell had, I think, in November of 2010, where he talked about Obama being a one-term president. That is a fact. You guys can go online, look so it up. Who, so who met on inauguration night saying we're gonna make him a one-term president? Don't know. Haven't been able to find that. Yeah. Okay. But see, that's what I'm just saying. All right, well, hold up, hold up. <laughs> we, we, we'll see if that's true, because first of all, I ain't taking your word on that. I can Coming I can up next, we're going to talk about a couple of cases, black girls missing. One of them, we now realize, was a hoax. It's next to Rollerbunch Unfiltered. If you want to support Rollerbunch Unfiltered, be sure to join our Bring the Funk fan club. Every dollar that you give to us supports our daily digital show. There's only one daily digital show out here that keeps it black and keep it real as Roland Martin Unfiltered. Support the Roland Martin Unfiltered Daily Digital Show by going to RolandMartinUnfiltered.com. Our goal is to get 20,000 of our fans contributing 50 bucks each for the whole year. You can make this possible. RolandMartinUnfiltered.com. You want to check out Roland Martin Unfiltered? YouTube.com forward slash Roland S. Martin. And subscribe to our YouTube channel. There's only one daily digital show out here that keeps it black and keep it real. It's Roland Martin Unfiltered. See that name right there? Roland Martin Unfiltered.
like, share, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. That's youtube.com forward slash Roland S. Martin. And don't forget to turn on your notifications so when we go live, you'll know. It. You want to support Roland Martin Unfiltered? Be sure to join our Bring the Funk fan club. Every dollar that you give to us supports our daily digital show. There's only one daily digital show out here that keeps it black and keep it real as Roland Martin Unfiltered. Support the Roland Martin Unfiltered daily digital show by going to RolandMartinUnfiltered.com. Our goal is to get 20,000 of our fans contributing 50 bucks each for the whole year. You can make this possible. RolandMartinUnfiltered.com. All right, some good news. Five and six-year-old Braxton and Bria Williams were reported missing by a family member at about 1.30 p.m. Sunday after they had last been seen about 11.30 a.m. playing in the front yard of their home in Jacksonville, Florida. Well, today, in what their family is calling a Christmas miracle, the children were found in the woods near their home. But remember, there's also this case out of New York, though, uh, that it perplexed some folks, that uh, Carol Sanchez said she was walking down the street with her mother in the Bronx when four men jumped out of a van and snatched and tossed her into that van. The whole thing was captured on video. Now watch this video. <coughs> this, of course, uh, shocked many people. Well, now police say Carol made it all up. Talk about being sad here. Uh, rally is a lot of black folk, black kids are snatched. Many of them not found. Joining us right now is Derricka Wilson, CEO of Black and Missing Foundation. Derricka, the case of, of this, this Sanchez girl is a problem for folks like you because you're out there trying to get cops mm -hmm. to take these stories seriously. Absolutely. And what happens is when this happens. Mm -hmm. Story blows up, goes national, there's video, and now it's, wait a minute, you actually set up four people snatching you in front of your mama because your mama was too strict? That makes your job harder. It makes it very hard, and it's a total disgrace. I mean, this right here is terrible, what happened, because we have so many children that are actually missing, and we are pounding the pavement, trying to get the media to cover the stories, trying to get law enforcement to put more resources on these cases. I mean, just last year alone, over 400,000 uh, kids under the age of 18 were reported missing, and 37% are black. However, they only make up 14% of the population. And then you have this Sanchez young girl who staged this. I mean, think about all the resources. The fact that we already have... Uh, it's, it's already played against us that we can't get the coverage. She got the coverage. She got a lot of resources only to say that this is a hoax. That is a total disgrace to the community, to law enforcement, to media, to organizations such as myself, because we're putting a lot of time and effort in finding our missing. You know, this is, you know, we've covered many of these cases. Yes. Because, frankly, unless you're a white girl, mainstream media not going to jump on it. Black folks got to yell, scream, protest to get mainstream media to pay attention to these stories. Yeah. Uh, and unfortunately, what's now happening with human sex trafficking, I mean, this has... I mean, it's unbelievable the number of black folks who are missing, especially black girls. Absolutely, and it's happening right here in our own backyards. You know, when you have this conversation with the community and people, you know, in your circle, they think that this is happening abroad. This is happening here. You know, Maryland rates in the top five where human trafficking is a problem. Wow. 
and we're not talking about it. We're so desensitized, thinking that, oh, this is happening in these third war countries. We don't get to know our neighbors. <coughs> we're not having these conversations with our kids at the dinner table to talk to them about the dangers, to give them the signs of things to look for. You know, social media has been uh, a blessing and a curse because a lot of people are using it to recruit especially the ones that are that have ill intentions so they're recruiting they're luring our kids and these dating apps i mean we've had so many cases to come to us because they've been lured you know just from the dating apps you know so we're telling people meet them in public places you know don't invite them to your homes and this is what we're seeing on a regular basis but also i think it's also teaching um teaching young folks to understand that when you're taking photos don't take a photo in front of your house with the address being invisible. Turn off your location. Mm -hmm. I mean, what's happening with, lo with social media, you literally are telling people, this is where I am right now. Absolutely. I'm alone. Absolutely. I'm by myself. I'm at this party. I mean, and I have, I, you know, I turn my notification off all the time. Well, just think about it. I mean, a way that a burglar could enter your home or someone could enter your home not even coming through your front door is through your devices and through your computer. So you are allowing strangers to come right through. They're embedded in these uh, apps. They're embedded in these gaming systems. You know, you need to be that nosy parent also just to see who your kids are engaging with. They have all of these chat groups. Who are they chatting with? You know, think about this door camera. Yeah. where they, they hacked into that and they were actually talking to this little girl. So it's all around us. And then a recent report even came out with the smart TVs where they're actually yeah. hacking in that as well. So people have to be very careful and we need to have these conversations, these uncomfortable conversations in our household. It's not a one-time deal. Anyone? Oh, so as a native DMV person in... Uh, specifically regarding the Maryland situation, what precautions are, are... Are there any precautions being put in place, either by government, by organizations like yours? Like, what is the plan? What's going on in that regard? How are you bringing more awareness? So this is what we have seen. So Black and Medicine has been in existence for going on 12 years, and... We started the organization because it is a problem. My background is law enforcement. My sister-in-law is in public relations. And those are the two critical professions needed to bring awareness. The fact of the matter is, it becomes trendy. Mm -hmm. mm. And then it dies down. Mm -hmm. So when it gets hot, everybody hops on it. Mm -hmm. But what they're hopping on is something that we have seen for years and years and years, which... You know, we wanted to, you know, make a difference, be a change agent, pound mm -hmm. the pavement. And what we're trying to do is get more people involved in the movement because, like, two years ago, there was the hysteria in D.C. with the missing girls. Right. Yep. Everybody was in the uproar. Yep. And then guess what? Two mm -hmm. or three months later, mm -hmm. it died down. Mm -hmm. Nothing changed. In fact, the numbers increased mm -hmm. of the ones that have been reported better? missing. When we started the organization in 2008... 30% of missing persons in the United States were persons of color. That number has increased to 40%. Wow. Okay, so it's not decreasing at all. We have been seeing this year after year after year. And what's going on now, because it is that uproar, and, and it is, I mean, we do have an issue with human trafficking. We have an issue with domestic violence, because there's a correlation between missing persons and domestic violence, and mental health. What's going to happen is it's going to die down again, and then in the coming months or coming years, it's going to creep right back up. But this is something that we've known. The studies have shown this. Mm -hmm.
I, I just want to, well, as a father, I want to thank you for the work that you do. Thank you. Uh, what I'm going to say now is probably not going to be the most popular <laughs> thing. But I, I know that this young woman, <clears throat> Sanchez, she made, Carol Sanchez, she made your job harder. But I also think we should have a little bit of empathy for her and for some of these kids because we don't know the situation. Like, a lot of the kids in D.C. actually ran away from home. We don't know their... And, you know, people were saying, oh, well, you know, didn't they get kidnapped off the street? Wasn't there some crazy racist person that was snatching them? And it was like, no, they had a difficult home situation, and that's what led them to run away. And so we can't start blaming them, particularly kids that are young. And so I, I, I just beg a little bit of caution with, you know, making Carol Sanchez's name mud when she's 16 years old. She's thinking with a 16-year-old brain, and she made an error that made your job a lot harder, but we don't know what her situation at home was. Mm -hmm. We don't know. When we say strict, strict, excuse me, strict can mean a lot of different things. You know, I, I can go back to Tawana Brawley when people came down and said terrible things about Tawana Brawley and, you know, used the word hoax. But she was also had a, a difficult situation with her stepfather. So I think I just want to... Put that out there. No, I can't what, that. But, but you know Okay, what? when you... when you, This is not somebody who ran away. Right. Four dudes this in a plan. van. No, this, I understand. This was, Walking this with your mama. Plan. No, no, no. See, see, see. No, this no. was strategic no. plan. Damn no, that. No, no, no. I'm the reason... Saying, I'm not saying deal. it wasn't. I'm definitely not I, saying it wasn't. I cannot imagine... I cannot imagine the terror to be a mama. Mm. I, you so and to be walking, yeah, and four dudes roll up and snatch your child. Your child. I, I understand. I that and force. When, when, when they say force, see, that, that's the key word. Was it a weapon? That woman could. That also. woman could have had a heart attack. She could have. Mm. Absolutely. See, and I, I understand. Oh, look, that ain't running away. Mm -hmm. That's like sitting with. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna walk with my mama. I'm gonna need y'all to be in the van and come snatch me. Doc, that that hey hey. Me and her gonna have some. But, Let's just say she might want to go live with some cousins. But think see, about, but this was premeditated. This was premeditated yeah, no, because that. it was a camera. There right. was a van. Mm. There was four people. Look, just the whole, just how it was all set up. But and I understand where you. I hear where you're coming from. But I need for someone to explain that to me with Ariana Fix, the two-year-old that went missing, and she's not getting any media coverage, or some of these other cases that we're working on that's not getting any national coverage. The fact that this right here, the, the crime itself, mm -hmm. this abduction in broad day, well, at nighttime, in, in a view of a camera, where this kid was snatched by force and thrown in a van, and been missing. What did her mother go through? But think about all Wait, the Wait, watch this here. Somebody up on YouTube. What if her mama was packing? Right. Her mama could have pulled a gun out. She could have. And killed these cats. And then we would have found out. See, I, mm, all I'm saying is this here. Hard to get a if, license if, in if, New York. If, if Roe, first of all, Everybody it's a whole bunch of folks in New York okay. ain't got no license. <laughs> That's right. That's right. All I know Everybody's is this here. not licensed. If I had done something like that, as a kid, mm, 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 I still mm. wouldn't be able to sit down. Because yeah. the ass whooping would have been permanent. I, I, no, look, totally. I, I understand. Just, I, I, I totally... want to be clear. I'm, I'm not trying to justify what she did. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? I'm not saying it was the right thing. I feel you. This is oh, just oh, a bad but... example for your point. 
You know, all I'm saying is have, let's have empathy for young black girls who make mistakes. I, I totally. That's all now, I'm saying. I, I don't. I don't disagree with that. I think that we should have. If she ran away, right, and we found out that she ran away and wasn't abducted, I would have some empathy. That is, yeah, because it's a little hard for it me is. to have some empathy for something that was set up. If four dudes jump out of a van and snatch you off a street. With your mama standing right there. Somebody's not thinking logically. Four, five people there are not thinking oh, no, logically. It's, it's, I, I don't even They're think... They're probably all teenagers. I'm, 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 yeah, I'm, exactly, and, and that's and my yeah, point. All and, I'm hey, saying, Doc... Think logically, think logically, yeah, maybe they weren't thinking logically, but they did something that was sense. essentially criminal. And, no, and they may be charged as an adult, yeah, too. I, I, I yeah. actually compare yeah. this to the um, Jussie Smollett situation. Oh, and what here we go. No, let me finish. And in that situation, what he did, he... Um, took advantage of the sensitivities that black people have about whether this administration or Trump supporters or whatever, and he actually played into that. She literally, um, this 16-year-old did the very same thing that she took advantage of. She preyed upon the sensitivities of, of a nation because we're all concerned no. about human trafficking. I, because I when she, I first saw it... Yes, I said, are. Especially in New York because New York is one of the top city and city, New York, I got New York I, I think where she prayed, they are trafficking. Oh, wow. I think she, she preyed upon the apathy she didn't think this was going to be as big a story as it, as it turned out to be. But think about all the other so, families in New York no, that have their missing agreed. kids that they're still trying to find. Like, right and here, the green stores that got wasted. Speaking of that, we're not, we're speaking not of that, that I want to pull some of those up. Hold up, hold up. One second, one second. Speaking of that, pull the graphics up, please. Some of the kids that are out there that are still missing, please. All right. Nick, who is this? Uh, this is Montgomery, last seen Wednesday, December the 11th, in uh, 200 block of North Simpson Street. So she's been missing since Wednesday, what the city? 11th. Uh, Philadelphia. All right, next one. She's missing out of Franklin County, Ohio, last seen November the 13th, before Thanksgiving. And what's her name? Her name is Navia Stralter. All right, next one. This young lady uh, was actually found crazy. deceased. This is home she so was, she was she, a Domino's pizza driver. Domino's yep. pizza driver. She went missing on Friday. And if you go back and do the search, there was no national coverage when she went missing four days ago. Okay? Now, if you search her name, everybody is running articles today. But she's but dead. Because she's she dead. Right. But no, no, no. Before her body was actually, before it was identified, because it was found this morning, they started running stories on this young lady right. late yesterday and early this morning before her body was actually confirmed. Like, they confirmed her identity. Mm -hmm. But she went missing four days ago. So they found her car. They right. found her car abandoned and, 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 and about she... five miles away. She had just left work. The Her manager hasn't confirm whether she was going on a delivery or right. she was going home for the day. And Man. the only reason that I know about that is that mm. I'm from Mississippi and this happened. And I saw people from home on my that's, timeline. Mm -hmm. That's the Man. only reason yes, that I know about it's, it. Yeah. That's why we exist. This is the problem. This is exactly why Black and Missing Foundation exists, because of these stories not getting the attention. And right. I understand with the whole runaway situation, we talk about this all the time. When someone is running away, we as a society need to understand what are they running from and who are they running to? Right. And then going back to the young girl in New York, her whole situation and circumstance is a little bit different. All right, but we, we have, do we have two more. We have two more before we go. Yep. Uh, go ahead and show them. 
uh, Greenbelt, uh, Maryland. This is Hannah Garrett. She's been missing since December the 3rd. Mom is having such a hard time dealing with the Greenbelt police regarding her case. They're trying to say, oh, that she ran away. Her daughter, the mother is like, she did not run away. This is not my daughter. I live in that area. Mm -hmm. and, and I don't even see anything posted. I don't hear anything wow. at all. But we're pushing the envelope to get her story out there. And what's the next, last one? The last one, um, her name is Autumn. She was last seen December the 6th. She's missing out of Arnold, Maryland. That was, you know, almost two That's weeks like ago. That's like three or four gr girls from Maryland alone. Mm -hmm. This area alone. Mm. This area alone. Derek Wilson, we appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Thank you so much for having me. <coughs> Thank you. All right, folks. Um, the board of the University of Cincinnati voted to have the name of Charles McMicken removed from one of their largest colleges. McMicken was a philanthropist who donated property to help establish the university. He was a co-founder of the university. He also was a slaveholder whose very name is offensive to some in the current climate. Now, they're going to keep his name on uh, the, in some of the places there, but the college will not be named after him. All right, folks, in Prince George's County, Circuit Court Judge Lawrence Hill has thrown out the hate crime charge in the murder trial of Sean Urbanski, who was charged with fatally stabbing a black university student in May of 2017. He said that the prosecutors had failed to show 24-year-old Urbanski was white, stabbed U.S. Army 2nd Lieutenant Richard Collins III, specifically because Collins was black. Collins, of course, was upset to graduate from Bowie State University. Uh, and so that charge is going out. The prosecution, they've rested. Now the defense will put on their case. Let's go to Mississippi, where Curtis Flowers, the man who was, whose murder conviction was overturned by the U.S. Supreme Court, racial bias, was released from custody yesterday for the first time in 22 years. Curtis Flowers walked out of the regional jail in the central town of Louisville hours after a judge set his bond at $250,000. Now, you might remember, this is the guy where the DA repeatedly threw black folks off of the jury because they were black. He got slapped down by numerous courts, but he kept doing it. Here, of course, is Flowers after he got released. I'm happy I'm out Spending time with family. Uh, ooh, and, uh, looking forward to Christmas. Did you think this day, what were your thoughts? Did you think this day would ever come? Uh, I knew it would, but I didn't know when. Yeah, but I always knew it would. Yeah. Who are you looking forward to now? Spending time with family. Yeah, and uh, talking with Miss Madeline soon. <laughs> yes, and, uh, yeah. and uh, see how the holidays go. Well, the person who you can blame is that racist DA in Mississippi. Again, uh, Melek, your home state, this guy repeatedly, he, he specifically threw black people off. He was busted for it. Conviction thrown out. Did it again. Convicted. Appealed. Thrown out again. And the guy kept doing it. Now, of course, I'm going to defend my home state. I don't think this obviously is not... A, um, I'm very happy, first of all, that this guy is out. But the we whether it's whether it's DAs or judge, and not to diminish this, you know, this um, particular incident right here. But I even think about the Meek Mill, um, the judge in was Philadelphia, 
um, with, was it Meek Mill? Yeah, I think it was Meek Mill. You know, the conversation that they were having around that where the judge kind of continued to make him go through all of these loops and was just basically harassing him, really. Um, these type of things should not happen. And we had a lot of people, it was Diddy and a uh, lot of... Uh, 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 stop. No, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm saying... But see how you... No, because you, you presenting stuff that's not factually right. So was, what, it wasn't what, Meek Mill? Not, or who was it? What happened in the case of Meek Mill is where Meek Mill, his actions while on probation, mm -hmm. he kept coming back in front of her and she essentially was throwing the book at him and adding more years to him being on probation because of his actions. No, that's they, not... That's, that's, that, that's that, part of what happened. No, but remember, this judge actually, you know, she actually made him sign up for, I think it was etiquette classes or something. And they even found... Yes. And what I'm saying is, in this case... No, I totally the disagree. The district attorney struck jurors... Right. ...from the jury because they were black. Yes. His case, he was convicted. It was overturned because of racial bias. Mm-hmm. In the second trial, he did it again. The same thing again. He has done it repeatedly. When this case went to the Supreme Court, they smacked him down for clear racism by as, this district attorney. As they should have, but my point is that these type of things, whether it's a DA or a judge, definitely they're not isolated to Mississippi. In and fact, so in this asshole DA... When Curtis Flowers was released, I'm reading right here, Judge Loper, go to my iPad, ended the hearing on Monday with words of reprimand for Don Evans, who the judge said was expected to be at the hearing but did not show. Loper said it was a troubling fact that the state of Mississippi had taken no action to further the case ignoring a court order for the prosecutor to file written responses. Quote, I want to caution the prosecution that if it continues its dilatory conduct and or if it continues to ignore orders issued by this court, the state of Mississippi will reap the whirlwind. The judge said to Evans' assistant, since your boss chose to be somewhere other than here today, I expect you to convey that to him. I think he should have been disbarred. I think those th I think those are grounds for being disbarred. I agree. Personally. I think so whatever Evans is doing, he should... Yeah. But, but <laughs> Kelly, this is the crap that white DAs have done. There was a case in Georgia where they were so dumb to put a B right next to the name of what George to strike for black. Hmm. It's absolutely ridiculous. But in this particular case, the fact... This man has been tried for the exact same crime, or, yeah, six times. Mm. And um, my understanding is that that is the most times in U.S. Jurisprudence, jurisprudence history that somebody has been tried for the same crime six times and overturned every single time. Because so, of the same racism because of the same... by Doug Evans. Mm. Right. So, for me, I understand that, you know, it's not double jeopardy or anything like that for legal reasons that I won't get into. But at the same time, there's something to be said about you trying a case, and it, it was a hung jury, like, 
twice or three times or something like that. <coughs> and it's just like there's always something that shows you that maybe he didn't do it, that beyond a reasonable doubt, he probably ain't do it. Jason, and and Jason, you just have He to, didn't care. Jason, right. It's just it's Evans disgusting. eliminated 41 of 42 potential black jurors for whom he was allowed to issue preemptory challenges. Now, it was a 7-2 decision by the Supreme Court. Y'all know who one of the two was? <laughs> Clarence Thomas. <laughs> Go ahead, Jason. Yeah, um, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's obviously not a shock and not a surprise. Um, it's kind of sad that, you know, Clarence Thomas would be, uh, you know, in dissent when you had people who are other conservatives like, said, you yeah, know, this is not... like the Chief Justice John Roberts or Gorsuch or any of these other guys, you would, you would be kind of shocked that, uh, well, it's really not shocking, but it should be. Oh, you're going to love and... this one. Thomas theorized that the court took Flowers' case, quote, because it has received a fair amount of media attention, which he said, quote, will encourage litigation and relitigation of criminal trials in the media to the potential detriment of all parties, including defendants. Quote, if the court's opinion today has a redeeming quality, it is this, the state is perfectly free to convict Curtis Flowers again. Otherwise, the opinion distorts our legal standards, ignores the record, and reflects utter disrespect for the careful analysis of the Mississippi courts. Oh, well, Grant. Well, yeah, and, and this month... So, no, let, 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 no, me just, no. let me just say, I'm, say one thing. I'm, one, I'm a straight cuss. This... I, I think the... Uh, Don't say all, it, Roland. You know, uh, the putting the... You know, the, the person in Georgia that you mentioned... That's your boy! That, that put uh, the letter B he is by people's yes. uh, names, you know, uh, in a jury pool reminds me a lot of what uh, Trump and the Trump organization did when, you know, they were the putting apartments? the letter C... Yeah, for colored. <laughs> for colored. In apartment and By the way, by the 1970s, the term colored was very much antiquated. But that's something that, that they did that was very similar. But, you know, the, the idea... I I'm mean, trying not to cuss Clarence Thomas' punk ass out for that dissent. Yes, let's not curse him out on the show. Yeah, I mean... Not... It's oh, ridiculous. It's now, well, the, no thing, the reality is, is that I'm glad that there were other conservatives on the court who had sense of n enough not to follow. The only goddamn black man on a Supreme Court, and his punk ass cannot see racial damn bias. Him and Neil Gorsuch were the two. Neil Gorsuch, the one, the seat stolen by Mitch McConnell, that Neil Gorsuch. It does not matter if they were black or white or whatever the case may be, to not, under, to not look at this case and decide in the minority. Well, to look at this case and decide as a minority, if you are a white person, if you are a Hispanic or Asian, and did not see the egregious behavior here and say that we need to overturn this, doesn't matter yeah. what color you are, you shouldn't... I, I, mean, I honestly think if, if you can't convict somebody... I mean, honestly... Six times! So, so as a matter of fact, you and know... And Clarence Thomas basically wrote, go ahead, do it again. Mar Marilyn, Marilyn Mosby tried that guy for Felicia Barnes' murder five times. You know, and it was like, everybody in the city wanted to see somebody convicted for it. But if you can't get the conviction, right. it right. just becomes 
Like, uh, even y'all, y'all, let me go on because I'm about straight cuss Clarence Thomas punk ass out. I'm just letting y'all know right now. Oh. All right, y'all remember this case in New York? Jasmine Headley was confronted by New York City police workers. Uh, the video was captured by the workers. NYPD snatched her kid out of her arm. She was arrested, spent four days in jail before Brooklyn DA Eric Gonzalez dropped the charges of obstructing governmental administration, resisting arrest, endangering the welfare of a child, and trespassing. Gonzalez said he was horrified by the violence depicted in the video, said the, said, the, said the situation should have been handled differently. Well, guess what? New York has now paid 625 grand taxpayer dollars as they, for this woman. As they absolutely should. The idea that you would pull a child, that could have been handled in a much different way, but the idea that you would pull a child from a mother's arms, or parent arms, period, that is disgusting, and I'm glad that New York, and it's not Mississippi, and I'm glad that New York <laughs> is paying out for that because... Is that, is that the same at the border? Sure. Oh, um, you see, snap the baby out of people, mom, mom, mama's arms. I'm not doing... I mean, I'm not, not doing... Trump folks did it at the border. Not, I'm not going down that far. No, I only right? asked you. Is it the I'm same, not, is I'm the same at the border? That, I'm not going down that rabbit hole. Baby in a mama's arms. No, I'm not going Is down. a baby in a mama's no, arms. No, we're not going down that rabbit hole, so... Kelly? <laughs> I mean... It's unfortunate that this even had to take place. You know, yeah. this is just something that was wholly unnecessary because she did nothing wrong. She did absolutely nothing wrong. And not only is there a racial component here, but certainly an elitism, classism component here because she's there for public services and the public services are in every way against her. In this regard, like, she's coming to the state for help. She's coming to the city for help. And what do you do? Take away the thing that she actually needs help for? For what? And, it, you know, I'm glad that, you know, she got her just due, but it shouldn't have even gotten this far. Jason, this is the BS that happens. Taxpayer money wasted because of road cops. Absolutely. You know, and again, he brought up uh, Jussie Smollett, but we also have to bring up Chicago paying out like $30 million a year. A year. For, you know, uh, you know in, in a city where, you know, Lawndale and the west side of Chicago could use a whole lot of that $30 million that they're using to pay out for stupidity, you know, by, by rogue police officers. One of many cities. And, uh. and, you know, so I think, honestly, this is something that most, all these, you know, fiscal conservatives, they should be outraged. Don't say nothing. They should be outraged. Don't say nothing. Well, I'm, I'm speaking out against this. Don't say yeah, okay. nothing. That was a town in Michigan where the white cop brutalized the black man, caught on a dash cam video, planted drugs in his car. They had to raise the property taxes to pay the settlement. Wow. Mm, mm, oh, my God. I would go And nuts. the fiscal conservatives <laughs> were quiet. All right, y'all, I got to go. Oh, I'm gonna see you tomorrow on Roadmark Unfiltered. Don't forget to join us uh, by bringing the Funk Fan Club. Every dollar you give goes to support this show and what we do. The show that only the only one has the courage to call Clarence Thomas a punk ass oh, for them trifling bro. ass rulings like that. Oh, Talking about a waste of a day. That man is an embarrassment to Black America. Dog, six times, bro. The only Black man on the Supreme Court can't see well, we don't have the racial bias. Sorry, ass. We don't Weak have ass, to, we... fake ass, <laughs> I'm not doing country ass.
None of that. Okay, just a man you don't lie. agree Anybody with him. <laughs> That's a lie. Don't y'all tell y'all. <laughs> go to robotunfiltered.com. <laughs> I'ma see y'all tomorrow. Holla. You are a case. Well, you know, not literally, but... You know how many cases this man... This man... From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.